right. It's Monday on Daily Delivery. Patrick Royce joins me. I am Michael Rand. Patrick, um, it's not often on this show that we get to talk about what possibly was the greatest regular season game in one of these local sports franchises history. But um, you tweeted it on Sunday after the Vikings beat the Bills 33 to 30 in overtime. I the the tweet basically was don't argue with me. This was the greatest regular season win in Vikings history. And you didn't get a lot of argument and I'm having a hard time coming up with an argument just on based on all the twists and turns in that game. What was at stake quality of opponent who they were going up against the elements, things like that. It's right up there. If it's, if it's not the one, it's right up there. Unlikelihood. too. Is, yes. It's a big yes. one. Uh, that was the big one for me yesterday watching that because uh, you know, you go into the fourth quarter, you're down 27 to 10, you're down at your other end of the field, you haven't moved the ball, and, uh, you know, Kirk's not looking Kirk's not looking too good, and Dalvin Cook pops 180 yards, and uh, I, then, I, then my reaction then was, boy, it's not often that a team runs 80 yards from scrimmage for a touchdown and gets beat in the NFL. And then I remember the Tony Dorsett 99 <laughs> yes. yarder way back when, but, uh, uh, and, but still you thought, ah, well, you know, something, you know, that they haven't really done a great job of stopping Buffalo here, but that fourth quarter and uh, then the overtime was uh, the best I've ever seen with the, as far as the twist and the turns and the unlikelihood of winning it and then having it won and then having it taken away. And, uh, yes. It was, it was everything that causes everybody in the country to watch football. I mean, and, and, and it is the talk of that game this morning. It's not really often that, one game is the talk of the entire country. One random uh, regular season game played at noon right. is the talk of the entire country, but it's the talk of the entire country this morning. And Jefferson's catch. Yes. Best I've ever seen. Unbelievable. Uh, I've seen replays of Willie Mays' catch in 54. <laughs> I would put this one right up there with that. It was the damnedest thing I've ever seen. The, uh, you know, when, when the announcer started telling me that he'd caught it, I said, what? He didn't catch it. He couldn't have caught it. Right. And then he showed it that he caught it. There was no dispute about it. I'm sure Buffalo was getting ready to throw a challenge flag. and They couldn't. It was unbelievable. Because first of all, he's, you know, he, he's covered. The, guy, the guy's got the first crack at the ball in front of him. And uh, and how he wrestles it away from him, and then keeps it in one hand, going down to the down to the turf, yes. is uh, is the dangest thing I've ever seen. It was, and by the way, he had about four, three, four others in the fourth quarter and overtime. The one down there that put him at the two yard line. Yes, it looks like the defender is, you know, in perfect position for that one, and. You know, he's got a guy in front of him, and here comes the ball zooming through there and gets past the guy. But he still had to, his concentration to catch that one had to be unbelievable, too. I've said uh, for about five years now, one of the one of the most maybe longer, how good the receivers are now is phenomenal compared to what used to be the case uh i mean everybody's larry fitzgerald now. Yeah. and uh 
and to, that and, but yesterday it was it, the, the catches he made and then the catch that he made is just uh, it's it was to me the greatest day well you know the greatest regular season day of all time uh for for a receiver just because of the quality of the catches now we got Randy Moss and three long TDs but there was no you know, in, in Moss's greatest games, it wasn't like, how did he possibly catch that? It was, he ran away from guys and they threw the ball to him, right? Sure. That's, that's how he did. But the, the, I've never said, I've never watched one guy in one quarter and then into overtime, how many times I said, how did he catch that? Yeah. It was unbelievable. No. It was just a fantastic performance by him. And the gutsiness of this team was on full display. I mean, they, they didn't, they don't quit. I don't see a lot of luck in yesterday's game. I mean, there was good fortune, but there was also bad fortune. And, uh, I, you know, I've been, we've been talking about their luck all year, but, uh, they played Josh Allen. He had a good game until he had a bad game and lost the game for them. But, uh, you know, there was no luck involved in this one. These guys are good. We got an eight and one. They, uh, you know, Buffalo. The Eagles got the Commanders tonight, so they should win. But uh, they now the Cowboys lost. They got the Cowboys coming to town next Sunday. They can put them away as far as uh, finishing ahead of them in the uh, in the in the NFC. So uh, they, I mean, it was a fabulous, fabulous. The fourth quarter took forever. Yes. The overtime took forever, and yet you were mesmerized. It was great. It was. I mean, it was. And what made it, you know, what elevates it in a lot of stature. And I'll get into some of the other greatest games in Vikings history here in a little bit regular season games, just to see if this one really does hold up for all the right reasons. But you're right. It was. It was the greatness factor and the twists and turns combined with the Jefferson yes. catch. Def, the best catch I've ever seen, honestly. I mean, especially by, by, by a Vikings player. Like, I cannot believe that he made that catch, especially in that situation. It was like fourth and forever. They're playing yes. everybody game's back. Over. Game's the, over. The game, game's over if he doesn't make the play, right? Because they only had, I think it was it was underneath the two-minute warning. They only had one timeout left. Like, there's no chance for them to win if he doesn't make that catch. And so he comes down with that. But then the twists and turns after that. So they get down to... They get down to the goal line. Looks like Jefferson has scored the go-ahead touchdown with 45 seconds left, but they mark him short, um, which was the right call on replay. And then they get the, you know, they they go for it on a, they go for it on fourth down. Looks like Dalvin Cook is wide open. Looks uh, going to walk into the end zone if he doesn't drop the pass. He drops it, but it's offside, so they get one other, <laughs> one more chance. They is put it this, at the half an inch line. Yeah, they they, they had to make half an inch. Cousins can't sneak it in. I mean, and it was it was the right he spot. Got he got stopped. He, he did. Got, they got they tipped him sideways. So yes. uh, it, it was unbelievable. It looks like it looks like but, that. It looks like that's ball game. And then the Josh Allen botched snap. Like that. That's the, oh, that's God. the part where you're just like, okay, what are they doing? Why are they? You know, to me, uh, okay, you can take a safety there, but you you know that you know he's. You can't have a guy try to sneak it out from four inches or up, up. You know, it was at the four inch line. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's got to, he's got to make ground. It's yes. not like he's just, you know, he's got to make, I would have pitched it. And if the guy gets a, if the guy gets a safety, so what? Otherwise, he might run 99 yards because right. the whole line's up. He should have done something. That was stupid, but they did. But 
Josh Allen screwed up the game there too because he didn't yes. wait for the snap to get into his hands. He started sneaking before he got the ball. He had a he had a he was really good for a lot of the day, yes. and then he cost him the ball game with two bad interceptions. The second of Peterson made a nice play in the first one. Second one was just god awful throwing pass. into double coverage with and you looked it up. There was how much time left? There was a minute twelve left minutes. when the game minute, ended, yeah. Minute twelve, yeah. So you have plenty yeah, of time, but, but, just but the, you know, I wasn't even surprised. I was watching it as he and he was going down the field. I said, The Vikings are gonna win this game. Something's gonna happen. He's gonna yeah. screw up. And and I I just wonder if uh was uh, was uh was uh, Kirk nude, I think he applied after uh, right. was he wearing a little like Chippendales type of <laughs> Oh no. I don't know. That must have been uh, there must have been some body behavior on that plane trip. Take a playcation to Mystic Lake. With 24-7 gaming, the good times never have to end. And you can satisfy your cravings at our restaurants and bars. Or relax in one of our luxurious hotel rooms. Those that play together, stay together. And don't forget to join Club M, so you can spark new memories and bask in the rewards along the way. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. I mean, right now they're, you know, four. I don't think any Viking teams ever won fourteen games, right? Because they never had seventeen, right? No, they, uh, back in the back uh, in the day, the only the, uh, when Bud had his greatest team, they only had fourteen game regular seasons. So ninety eight won fifteen to one. Oh, that's right. What am I thinking of? Yeah, fifteen and one. That's right. But, so uh, yeah, this is this team is uh, they're gonna. I think you know, I love with everything they got in front of them. Thanks, fourteen and three. What? That's possible. Maybe 61. Sure. Who knows? After yesterday, I'll believe anything. <laughs> yes. Right. Because, I mean, it's a, you, you get that touchdown, but then Buffalo comes back and ties it with the field goal at the end of regulation. They get the ball to start overtime. They're marching down. Looks like they're going to score the touchdown that ends the game, but they get stalled. Buffalo gets another chance. Yeah. Buffalo got some fortune along the way in that field goal drive yeah. to with the yeah, pass that shouldn't have been a completion. What was and that? Then, that wasn't fourth. That wasn't third. Was that third down? I think it was a it was a third down play, and it got him a lot of yards. So yeah, it, was, it did it was, get it. Got him twenty yards. It, yeah. It's they still would it, even if that was incomplete. I think they still would have had a chance to get a field goal. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that uh, and just the last pick. You're right. I mean, Peterson made some plays, but Dad, that was a bad throw by Josh Allen. He's had a few of those um, in the mm-hmm. last few weeks where he's he's coughed it up like that. He had a couple against the Packers late that let the Packers hand hang around in that game too, but. Yeah, I mean, just the the sum total of it. Now, do you put this one? I mean, there's recency bias, obviously, when you just watched a game. In terms of drama, yes. there's no doubt. In terms of impact, I still have to wonder if 98 at Lambeau is is different. Even though that was a blowout, that was not the same kind of game as this. But I think that's that the was one at of... the Monday night uh, regular season when yeah, is that when when they were uh, both teams were four and zero? I think going in. Yeah, right? it was the kind of the the yeah, changing I mean, of the was... guard game. That was that was that would probably be the contender I would come up with, you know. And of course, you can go back to their first ever game where they uh, embarrassed the uh, the Bears on their first ever game. But of course, they ended up two and eleven and one or something that year. So, uh, uh, but yeah, I just as I guess when I tweeted that out in all sincerity, yes, it was the unlikelihood of it sure. that. Uh, made that elevated it for me it was the you're going in there you're not 
you know, you're you're down 27 to 10. The, the idea that they're going to win the game, the idea they're going to win the game going into the fourth quarter hadn't occurred to anybody but them, the players. Yes. Nobody watching in Minnesota considered uh, it a possibility of winning that game. Now, whether I would have changed my tune had they lost it, uh, if Allen had let them down right. to uh, score at the end, maybe, but it still would have been a if if Buffalo had scored at the end, it still would have been a fantastic game to remember one way or the other. So it, yes. it was I don't know. I just I don't think I've ever been uh, in a regular season as surprised to see them win a great game. It was it was a great game and, and cousins, God love them, made some fantastic throws in the yes. uh, fourth quarter. I mean heaving it down the sidelines and uh you know hitting the guy 25 yards down and squeezing it in a couple of times to jefferson where only jefferson could could catch it not had the great catch but the other one down there on the two-yard line right. and some of those throws were fa- fantastic so yes they were yeah i he, mean he, he you know we used to always rip him uh yeah okay he's great in the fourth quarter but it's garbage time maybe he's just a great fourth quarter quarterback they were just in garbage time too often I don't know. <laughs> but he's uh he's uh you know he's having a hell of a year there's no doubt about it and uh uh you know you know who's gonna be a little pricey though jefferson yeah <laughs> yeah Whatever just a little the number, bit who's making the most uh, it might be Cup at this point. I'm not sure who's making the most uh, right now. But... Over Cup because uh, this guy's going to be making the most. Yeah, he's going to break the bank. He's going to be worth it. Uh, worth it too. I was just looking up the uh, just looking up the win probabilities during that game. Patrick ESPN does that little win probability oh, yeah. on the on the side. It was like you know, before the Cook touchdown, and even after some of the even after the Cook touchdown, just to at some points, it was like 97 percent Buffalo. It's yes, like, right. Oh, it, before the Cook touchdown, it was, uh, you know. It was like 97, 98% yeah, Buffalo. Right, it was, right. And it felt even worse because they just weren't, you know. Again, that's the thing that we kind of forget after a finish like this, but it was that same script again where they score um, their very right first possession. Yeah. And they do nothing pretty much yeah. after that for, you know, the middle two quarters of the game, which is, you know, they're going to have to solve that at some point. But they're the thing that Why? you. They, can, the, they own the fourth quarter. What do they get? <laughs> around all day long take those right. up during the second and third quarters and go get them in the fourth that's go get the, them in the fourth it's a it's a model. it's a tough way to live but it's it's working <laughs> it's it makes it makes for fun viewing i mean this is like i think this is at this moment after it not before yesterday mm-hmm. but at this moment this might be the most beloved they've been since 98 Man, no, oh nine, I guess. Okay, oh nine, we love Brett, right? And for that second, year, yes, that game where they beat San Francisco at the end, yes. right? San which was at the end, was another nominee for great yes, game. That was, but that was there was not nearly as many twists and turns no. in that game as there was in this one. No, that was the other one I had written down in the Ahmad Rashad um, Hail ah, Mary game. That you knew that team wasn't going to do anything once they got to the post <laughs> anyway, but did they? It didn't make it. It was a great play. It was fun. It got them in the playoffs, but you knew they weren't going to do anything when they got there. They weren't any, you know, that was a very mediocre team. So, yeah, I don't, I, I don't put that in that class. This is, even a, though, it, it, even and you know, Tommy Kramer's guys are going to try to, uh, 
uh, celebrated with uh, some kind of a event. Uh, yes. September 16th or 15th or whatever the date is. Uh, uh, they're trying to get somebody to come out there and pay Tommy for an autograph or some damn thing. So anyway, but yeah, it was just a uh, fan right now. I mean, it, it is, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in this market right now, but there's only one thing that counts right yep. this morning. I'll tell you that it's uh, it's the Vikings. That is for sure. Um, you know, the fallout from this one, if you lose that one, it's not the end of the world, but just oh, having, God, no. but being able to win this game, the unexpected game, the game you didn't think you were going to get going in, you probably didn't think you were going to win this one. And, you know, certainly as the game unfolded and at various points while the game is going on, you didn't think you were going to get this one. To get this one now, you know, just keeps, you keep buying yourself more cushion, you keep buying yourself more. Um, you know, buying yourself time as, as the season goes along. And, you know, I think, and this one, I think you alluded to it already, but when you beat Buffalo, a very good team, you beat them on the road, you beat them more or less at full strength uh, for Buffalo, that that changes the script. Then now it's not just like, ah, uh, what was their best win before this? Probably yeah. Green Bay at the start of the year, but Green Bay's proven to be not that good. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there, there's nothing, uh, you know, and they, you know, the, Okay, they get Miami is a terrific win, except you did Miami seven and oh and two of plays, right? <laughs> so that's you know, there was a lot of good fortune before uh, this win that uh, you could you know, a lot of games where you know, god, they they almost they tried to lose to the Bears, they tried to lose to the Lions, they tried to lose to a bunch of mediocre teams. Not this was completely opposite than that. This was a this was a gutsy, in, un, incredible effort by them. Uh, from even when they're on a, even when they get stopped on a four inch line, they didn't yes. get, they didn't quit. You know, right. they didn't quit, and all of they, you know, they played their arse off, and Kendricks ends up on the football in the end zone. It was, uh, you know, and that it, and that still wasn't the end. There was like four more twists oh, and turns after oh, that. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, I can't, uh, I can't recall that, uh, you know, been a long time, I guess since 09, then we can officially say that people have been this happy about the Vikings. Yeah. I mean, the Minneapolis miracle, obviously right. we thought we were going to the Super Bowl. That team was what? 13 and three, right? Yes. That team went 13 and three, mm-hmm. 13 and three. And then they, and then they, I, I, that whole season, which was pretty damn good with a backup quarterback is, is ruined by the fact they got humiliated in San Francisco. Right. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but remember we're talking regular season games. Of course. We can come up, we can come up with four or five playoff games that are probably oh, yeah. more memorable. So speaking of gutsy, Patrick, your guy, D'Lo, Papel, oh, you- well, I've been on a bandwagon all the time. Oh, you I have. Yeah. I you only read like 98% of the time. I'm like, <laughs> Where'd that come from? I don't know. It ne- was, what, needed what, it. was 11 for 13? Was Something like that. Yeah, they needed it. And he, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. Like you said, he, he held Garland down, too. To, 51, what? yeah, I held it to 51. <laughs> That's, uh, you know, Cleveland's basketball team's got to be looking around saying what happened, just like uh, the Buffalo football team does. Cleveland's been, you know, JB, our old friend JB, is having a hell of a year there. They got a really good team. I like that team a lot. I watched quite a bit of them the other night for some reason. 
And then these guys pop up and put up 127 and look like a pass. I didn't watch much of it at all. And, and when the box score came in, I said, what? what? What is this? Where'd this come from? 11 for 13 from the field for a guy who's just been terrible. And if you didn't know that uh, we, in two days from now, he's going to be terrible again, you could get pretty excited, right? <laughs> That's right. If, so. if you could believe this was the start of a run of excellence by him, you could get right. excited. Uh, I, I can't buy it. So, well, but boy, did they need that boy, the way they've been playing. Wow, well, they, they almost, they almost gave it away too. I don't know if you do. Yeah. I don't know if you followed the game flow, but they were up 20 starting. Oh, I the didn't know they were that far ahead. They were up 20 to start the fourth quarter. <laughs> and uh, Cleveland it had a got Memphis, it. it had a Memphis playoff. It had a Memphis playoff feel to it. Cleveland got it all the way back to the point where at the end um, they had, it was someone I can't remember who missed a free throw. It was the, actually it was D'Lo missed a free throw, oh. and Cleveland had the ball down three with seven seconds left, but their inbounds pass got deflected, I think, by Gobert, stolen, and then that was pretty much ball game. So they 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 got it all the way down to the the point where they had a chance to a, a possession where they could have tied the game at the end, and then they did oh. not. Well, that's uh, you know that's boy, did they need that man? They did I'm just. I, I mean, the turkeys of the year coming up here. Mm. We were, they, we, we were sifting through a lot of things there to see who's going, who are the leading candidates uh, from this team, and uh, and uh, you know, it was a, it was, it, it gave the committee pause to wait a while here before before committing itself. But uh, uh, this whole operation is still on probation with me, man. It's uh, they have they. They have been at, I, I wish I'd watched more of it yesterday. I just saw a little of it, but they have been unwatchable. Yes. For long, terrible hunks of indifferent play. Uh, and, and of all the disappointments, the lack of involvement of Anthony Edwards had been the greatest to me that all of a sudden mm -hmm. he's, uh, he's decided to join in the pouting uh, brigade and you know, as as beloved as the Vikings are right now, these guys were charging hard to surpass the twins of the last half of the season for unlovability. Yes, <laughs> and, and, and uh, if you go back two months, like the narrative was completely opposite. Like everyone was in love with the idea yeah. of what the Timberwolves could do, and the Vikings were just like. Eh, they're going to go eight and nine and nine and eight and again. Like nobody had any care in nope. the world really about this Vikings team. But uh, you know one thing about the Vikings right now. Now Darso got a concussion and he yes. had a lead. a little difference there, but he'll be back. But um, they, you know, I've all, I've said everything. Now obviously they're way better than we thought they were going to be, but they're also healthy. You know, they're, mm -hmm. they're, like Buffalo was missing three guys yesterday, and uh, and the Vikings are if you can. They got a lot of good players, and they're healthy. You know, yeah, they're, and they're getting a little thin in the secondary now too, with Dan yeah, on IR and uh, whoever Duke, whatever his name Duke is, Shelley? he did a hell of a play in the end. Yes, zone. he did. I don't know who he was, but uh, you know that big old guy. Uh, uh, that was the other thing is uh, Jefferson made all these fabulous catches for Cousins. Nobody really made a great catch for Allen well, except for Diggs, Diggs made the Diggs made that one, the one hander that he grabbed yeah, too, but. Right. 
but Diggs, I mean, down when it when he needed it, he needed that one from Diggs. Yes, down there uh, on the on the sideline, and uh, and didn't uh, and didn't get it, and uh, you know, Diggs had. I wonder if uh, Jefferson feels that rivalry, even though they never played with each other, and really hadn't been on the, you know, hadn't spent competed against each other. Uh, I wonder if that was one reason Jefferson was phenomenal yesterday was he knew Diggs was watching him. I wondered that too. I wondered that too, just because you know Jefferson doesn't really get into that big rah rah no, talk, no. but he's he definitely. <clears throat> I'm sure he felt some of that. I would think he did. He it's only natural mm-hmm. if you're a competitor, so. Yeah, yeah. It was anyway. That was a great win, and then the Timber and a needed win by our fighting Wolves. That's for sure. Yes, probably need to talk a little bit, Patrick, about our uh, Big Ten West co-leading Gopher football yes, team. Yes, they, how about uh, that? They uh, they they uh, they've won three in a row now against teams they probably should beat. But uh, Iowa coming in, Iowa is one of the co-leaders, right? Because they yes. beat Wisconsin, so you got. Uh, uh, here's the problem, though. Uh, if if only if they beat Iowa, then I was out of it. Right. And Illinois is going to lose at Michigan. Right. It ends up being just you and Purdue. Yeah. You lose. Yeah, because Purdue's got the head. Purdue has Northwestern and Indiana left. Correct. Right? I mean, I mean, Purdue's been very spotty at times, yes. but I can't see him losing either of those games. So it's going to be now. If you, I, what would happen if you ended up? Well. Yeah, let's see. I mean, if Iowa loses, they're out of it. And Illinois, if if it's Illinois, you would Purdue, then you don't make it either because you lost both. Of right. Them, so. I think they need. So, yeah, I think they're going to need to win out and have everybody uh, else. Everybody's got to lose. Everybody's yeah. got. Yeah. And right. and Iowa would take care of itself if you won out, and yeah, because you would beat Iowa right. and Illinois. Good chance they'll lose to Michigan, but the the Purdue one's the tricky one at this point. Besides them. Yeah. Beating yeah. Iowa and Wisconsin, they, it's it's having Purdue to, lose to one of those two last place yeah, teams. Indiana would have to like uh, get all inspired to win the old oaken bucket and right. not out Purdue or something. So it is it, that one is at Indiana at least. So that one's you know if, you, yeah. if you're looking for yeah, a possibility. How do you think the old Wisconsin fires uh, Chris so they don't lose Jim Leonard? Can they really tie their wagon to Jim? Have they seen enough out of Jim Leonard to? Uh, you know, be that excited to make name him the new coach. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I, that, that was the whole idea. Apparently, they were afraid they were going to lose him. I mean, he's a dynamic young coach, and they've done nothing to write home about. You know, so he's the de- he's uh, defensive guy, right? Yeah, he's a defensive guy, but they, they're like former great player and blah right. blah. All oh, you know, this enthused young defensive genius who that supposedly was one reason they fired Chris didn't uh, I, I don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna name him there's nothing that he's done so far that the, you know that I think Wisconsin's got a basic problem they aren't very good yeah. <laughs> and the quarterback stinks yes and that was the big part of the problem against Iowa because Iowa only gained like 150 yards oh yeah it game. was unbelievable <laughs> It's like this an interception, game, a block punt. It was all this. This game Sunday, Saturday could be three to two. It could be yeah, uh, yes. five to three. I predicted Gophers five to three. Five to three. Uh, it, uh, Empty net goal. Pe- this Petrus is horrible. And, uh, and their offense, Iowa's offense is just brutal. They they got a great defense. So it'll be a – but I, I would think the Gophers are going to – you know, Wisconsin probably be a tougher game because it's on the road. But I, I right. think – 
going to beat was Iowa on Saturday. So then they just got to sit around and wait. And can the can the uh, Big Ten just say no? We're not taking a team from the West. We, we, we don't want to. We're going to let Wisconsin. We're going to let Ohio State, and Michigan play back to back. They should. It's it, it, the the disparity is usually fairly significant between between yes. the East and the West. But usually the West at least sends one. Send the, by the time it's all said and done, the, the the team from the West at least can give Ohio State a game for a half in in the yes. uh, in that championship yeah. game. That's that's not the case this year. This no. this is not it's not good. Those what all those Buda four teams Bielema's, tied at four and three. What has happened to Buddha Bielema's team? I mean, they were they I don't know Michigan State, and now they lose another one, and uh, yeah, they're uh, they're uh, they you know he was going to be the national coach of the year, and now he's uh, now he's trying to stay above 500 so yeah i don't know it's been a it's 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 the west has been uh you know the whole plan when they put the west together was that uh okay we got wisconsin and they're a perennial and we got nebraska nebraska is going to come back any moment now look out for nebraska and uh they stink so uh but yeah the gophers defense is after after those uh, after that three game losing streak, you're wondering, ah, it was Joe Rossi. They're not going to have to worry about losing Joe Rossi. Well, maybe they are because they haven't given up anything in, uh, during this three game winning streak. So yeah, let's talk How a couple more. Kid quarterback, oh, like, I didn't watch all that much of it. Uh, you know, I didn't watch. They, a ton they didn't of let him do anything. Right? He didn't. Did you know what? PJ is of the mind that if you don't <laughs> need to do it, we're not going to do it. I think we've learned that long enough now. If, if they have a team where they can, if they feel like they can just win running the ball and not taking chances and not giving up, you know, the potential for turnovers, things like that. They're just not going to do it. They haven't done it much in the, in the non-conference where they had these, you know, cupcake opponents and they didn't do it much of the day and they didn't have to, they beat him 31 to three. He ran some, he threw a little bit, but I don't think we saw uh, much of, of what. Yeah, you're right. If they could just give it to the running back and win the game, that's what he's going to do. So Yeah, and now he's going to have to do more probably against Iowa because Iowa's just got a really good defense. They're not going to be able to build that yeah. big lead probably just running the ball. So we'll probably see a little bit more there. And you need to do more against Wisconsin. So I think I think we'll see more. He just didn't need to do more in that game, and I don't think he was. And I know, by the way, if if they beat Iowa, I know you idiots are going to try to charge the field, okay? So that last week, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's building now. It's building even more now. But the Big Ten is, uh, aren't they, like, sending out edicts now because of what happened, not in the tunnel, but uh, the, another game, there was an incident with the fans, and uh, they're trying to, uh, they're going to punish schools and let their teams charge the field i think so no, but good I, luck with that about it because they'll have a good crowd for the iowa game yes doesn't anybody that matter but uh they'll have yeah. a good although it's gonna be it's gonna be cold again geez it got Ooh. cold here all of a sudden like saturday i looked ahead oh, I picked up the paper this morning it was snowing is it still snowing it was snowing. Uh, i don't know i haven't looked outside much yet but saturday's projected high right now is 18 and a low of three so good luck with that. That's uh, going to be chilly in the next. Uh, it's it's like winters here already after the uh, unseasonably warm October that we had. But uh, it was a great fall while it lasted, man. That's for sure. It was. A um, couple more things. Uh, go for women. Mara Braun throws in a three pointer. I think it was one point seven left when they inbounded it, got it to her. Wow. She put up a deep shot. One oh one. 99 she, she had 34 yeah that was a i didn't watch the whole game i saw some highlights of that game it was very 
offensive-minded game, shall we put it? Because one hundred one ninety-nine uh, against yeah. Lehigh, we'll do that. But they, I think, on the court at the end, they had three freshmen and two sophomores, so they're definitely in the uh, the full-on. If they can uh, get rebuild. people healthy. They've lost at least a couple of players, just like the men's team has. They've, they've got guys, they got players not playing. So, but hey, yeah, you need that one. Lehigh's got what six Minnesotans? Yes. Said. Six, Six Minnesotans. That's uh, that. It's funny how that uh, young blood had a piece on that uh, about uh, how that connection all came about there out there at Lehigh. But hey, if you're not getting recruited by the Big Ten and you got a chance to get basically an Ivy League education, why not? Yes. You know? The difference between uh, female athletes and male athletes is female athletes are usually interested in what they're going to get their degree in and education. Yes go into class and uh, that kind of stuff you know they're uh you know stanford is a big competitor for female athletes in minnesota yes you know they aren't in bad in sports you know because not in men's sports not not in men's sports not no. in men's sports because we when you go out there you have to actually open a book and we don't like that we like them just we like being hand carried right through the uh, by the uh, 25 tutors and <laughs> One of the great change in college athletics for me uh, in these uh, last 10, 12, 15 years, in addition to NIL and free transfers, is it's impossible to flunk out. Right. Walk slowly past the academic building, you're going to get a B. And then we're going to tell you how our grade point is fantastic, even though nobody's any smarter than they were 10, 20 years ago when they were still flunking out. So it's the, it's part of the uh, great hypocrisy of uh, college athletics for in the male side, at least in the, in the big time sports. So, man, I was wondering what today's out of nowhere rant was going to be. And that one yeah. did not, that one did yeah. not disappoint. Um, yes, did not wrong Idiots though. Being hand carried through college without actually going to class. So that's uh, <laughs> that's 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 this one. But what the hell? They're bringing in a lot of money and uh, uh, blah blah blah. So uh, you, know uh, how they, you know how they could bring in a little bit more money, Patrick. Let's finish with this. Play St. Thomas. That's right. Play St. Thomas. He's, you know, it's amazing how Gopher fans. One of the responses to my column, a couple of them were, they're not a worthy opponent. Okay, St. Francis of Brooklyn, who they uh, is a worthy opponent, though, right? Chicago State is a worthy opponent. Right. St. Thomas beat them both bloody, eighty-three sixty-one. One of them, and last yesterday, I didn't see any, but eighty-four forty-eight over St. Francis of Brooklyn, who the Gophers just beat Friday, and we were we were reading about how much improved the Gophers were with their freshmen against this mighty challenge. Uh, I, I can tell you, St. Thomas, this uh, kid they got from uh, Brookfield, Wisconsin, is a Big Ten quality player. Uh, the, the guard, uh, okay. Rolly or whatever it is. He's, uh, he is uh, terrific in there. You know, they're going to have something going here. And, but it's, it's just why you don't have them over and draw 12,000 people instead of 4,000 for these other games. I don't, I don't understand. It, it makes no sense to me. And people say, well, there's nothing to gain. Well, yes, there is 12,000 people. That's what there is to gain, right? Instead, well, of nobody, you... instead of nobody being there. And when you don't play them, it seems like you're afraid to do it. And maybe they will at some point um, yeah. down, down the road with the schedule. But yeah, to that, to that point, I mean, 
there was maybe they're still bearing the scars of you know scheduling North Dakota State in football and they getting steamrolled a couple times because there was nothing to gain there and yeah. all to lose. But yeah, your point's a good one. This basketball's the one, you know, the one, you know, major sport, maybe hockey at some point too, where you could imagine a a, a competitive rivalry developing between these two teams, between these two schools. Well, uh, you keep hearing that the big plan at St. Thomas for six, seven, eight years from now is to be in the Big East in basketball. Now that would take a lot of funding because when you go to make, when you change the conference, you got to change in everything, right? And uh, yes, sending your teams all to the Big East places is, uh, but certainly a good, a good, uh, private school in many in a in a market like this would be very attractive to the Big East. You know, when you got uh, you know you got Marquette, Milwaukee, and you got Creighton and Omaha, and you got Butler and Indianapolis, and all these uh, all these places. Uh, you know, that would the St. Thomas would be attractive, but I don't think they can afford it financially because they'd have to. You know that the arena they built for hockey would have to be compatible for basketball, and they got a lot of money to raise, and plus all it would cost, plus what happens to football, and the right. uh, you know their big thing over there, uh, Mike. They need land, and you yes. got this football stadium sitting right in front of the thing, and they got land. They're also talking about building a new athletic complex. Well, that's five hundred million dollars probably or some damn thing. So I, I don't know what uh you know I, I don't know where they're headed, but uh they're gonna have a they're gonna have a good little uh summit league basketball team over there. Yes they are and uh it'll be interesting to see where those where that is in five or ten years and how that landscape has maybe changed in a in a few of these sports. Just the they're not gonna be the little uh the little engine that could for forever. They're going to try to be. Uh, they're going to try to get themselves up into the uh, up into the bigger stratosphere. I think they have bigger, bigger uh, designs, like you said, to uh, to get into a, a bigger conference and things like that. Well, Patrick uh, enjoyed our conversation today. Hope everybody else did as well. Um, if you disagree, that's okay about uh, whether this was the greatest uh, Vikings win in regular season history or not. That's all right. I'll probably write about it a little bit more today. Give you a few more options, but. Uh, it's up there, man. That was that was a heck of a day on Sunday and quite a weekend of uh, sports watching. Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, greatest receiver in Viking history. Take that, Randy Moss fans. Because he's not an idiot either. That's, uh, Love it. He's not running over uh, traffic, traffic cops. cops no. uh, and claiming that the marijuana debris in his uh, ashtray belongs to somebody else. He's not, we haven't seen him doing any of that stuff no. yet. Though, no, so. we have not. Thanks, yeah. Patrick. All right. See ya.